This is TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Over 2 million men worldwide choose Manscaped for all their below-the-waist needs. For those that love the Lawnmower 3.0, well, I got news for you. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all through additional guards lengths, sizes one through four. And looks wise, it's sleek with a two-tone matte and gloss finish, even features a hot foil stamp, black chrome Manscaped logo. Show your moral off loud and proud. Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code State of Saints, and you will save 20% off of the lawnmower 4.0 as well as other Manscaped items. That's manscaped.com. Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is your truly TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much for allowing the State of the Saints podcast to be a part of your day, morning, night, whenever you're checking out this podcast. I really do appreciate it. And on this edition of the State of the Saints podcast, we're going to be talking about star all pro Julio Jones. Uh, and we're going to be answering the question, uh, should the Saints try to make a trade? for julio jones and um i want to say thank you all once again uh for those that are in the chat i want to give a shout out to everybody that are is filing in accordingly i also want to give a special shout out to people that uh chimed in before the show even started um i'm gonna get to you all in a minute uh but let's go ahead and get started man the reason why i came up with this topic and anybody that follows the state of the saints podcast you already know um State of Saints podcast is a podcast for the people. It is a, a show that is directed at the people and is uh, designed to give people a voice. OK, so that's number one. Um, a lot of the topics that I come up with is because of what I've seen people talking about is questions that people ask me. Rather, it's uh, inboxing me or uh, emailing me. It's, it's not my personal opinion about. Uh, things all of the time you know when i come up with these topics it's topics that people have asked me and you know one thing that really kind of bothers me about most of you know the times i do shows like this um, a lot of people may think that i'm just trying to clickbait individuals that's just not my style but you always have jackasses that come in uh before the show even start and give their take 
uh before they even hear me even say anything about this night i haven't eat like this show has been going on for four minutes and 19 seconds and i have yet to even answer the question but you have jackasses like this who chime in and say stuff like what in the blue hell are you smoking not only would this never happen ever but julio is trash i understand you gotta have a topic and such but no way in heck would this ever happen i'm done here so jackasses like this who come in probably never watch the show never chime in never contribute to the show in no way shape or form and they want to come in and you know get themselves you know 15 seconds of fame or relevancy so i'm going to leave that on the screen for the jackass to get his moment thank you very much and now we can talk about the topic at hand me answering the question do i feel like julio jones needs to sign with the new orleans saints and the answer is no that's right the answer is no the reason why i feel like the saints shouldn't sign julio jones number one because uh like my guy josh said a guy that contributes to the show a guy that uh you know is a, a avid caller and you know what i'm saying a guy that has a really strong opinion has already mentioned that the saints can't afford him the saints can't afford julio jones and they shouldn't be looking at julio jones julio jones i think as of right now i think he's owed like 36 million dollars and I never understand like how Saints fans can even fix their lips to come or even inbox or or even say things like we should sign Aaron Rodgers or we should sign Julio Jones, knowing good and God doggone well that the Saints can barely even afford some of the players they have, have on their squad right now. They still haven't signed Ryan Ramchick. They still haven't signed uh, Marshawn Lattimore. They still haven't signed Marcus Williams. You still got guys that are on the books that are part of this team that have yet to be signed yet. Not to mention, you don't know what you're going to do with Teron Armstead because he's owed a certain amount of money going into the next year. So I don't feel bad about saying some of these people that, you know, that chime in, uh, give their opinions. I'll be wondering what the hell are they smoking for them to even come up with that type of assumption. Julio Jones should be nowhere near the New Orleans Saints organization, and it has absolutely nothing to do with Julio Jones' skill set. He's an extremely talented wide receiver on a trajectory to make the hall of fame as a first ballot and he's extremely gifted in any team that gets julio jones they would be extremely happy to have them but the saints already got good re receivers we we're just stingy as as a fan base we, we want it all we want uh you know what i'm saying we want an advantage rather we're looking at the tampa bay buccaneers and everything that they have over there uh, maybe we're looking at the Cleveland Browns when they got Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., and so many other pieces, and we want some of that as well. But here's the reality. Um, the New Orleans Saints are cap-stricken, uh, cap and the way that the Saints are going to get out of this cap hell is very, very simple. They're going to have to build through the draft and at the same time develop some of these players that they get as undrafted free agents. Uh, for example, people like Marquez Calloway and Devontae Harris. That is the way the Saints are going to get out of this situation. We can't be looking at what other people are doing on their teams because people are acting as if the Saints only won five games last season. That is not the, that is not the case. The Saints were a really extremely talented football team last season. It's not like these guys were, uh, were clamoring for playoff positioning and they, they didn't know if they we, we didn't know if they were going to make the playoffs or not. This team was for a good little minute, the number one seed, and they, they fluctuated between two and three seeds. But yet we sit up here and we act as if the Saints are just sputtering and we are, we're just all, all hope is lost because Drew Brees is no longer in the Saints uniform. 
I wish I can be like some of these other Saints fans and panic like the rest of these boys. You know, I, I wish I could. I wish I can sit up here and panic like some of the rest of these people out here who've been watching Saints football for 15 years and only remember when Drew Brees was the quarterback. And, you know, I understand that Drew Brees has brought legitimacy to the Saints, but damn. Last time I checked, this team was 12-4, and 8-1 and one without Drew Brees being their starting quarterback over the last two seasons. The last time I checked, Coach Sean Payton got Teddy Bridgewater paid. Last time I checked, they had Taysom Hill out there beating up on the Atlanta Falcons and winning three, three games and losing one. But yet we're sitting around here like we're in straight panic mode as Saints fans. What are we going to do at cornerback? What are we going to do at linebacker? What are we going to do at the running back position? What are we going to do at quarterback? All these different positions that we concern ourselves about, and yet the Saints still sit up here and win double-digit games every single year. You know what that tells me, who that nation? It tells me that the New Orleans Saints got a damn good coaching staff. And it's a shame that we don't give these guys the credit that they deserve. It's a damn shame that we sit up here and we panic and we're shivering in the corner and worrying about Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when we beat them twice. No, we didn't beat them in a postseason, but that has been the Saints' issues the entire time over the last four years. Being exceptionally well in the regular season, putting up putting up huge numbers in the regular season, putting up a lot of points in the regular season, and laying the egg in the postseason. That has been the Saints' issue. It has not been the regular season. It has not been coaching. It has not been the coaching staff. It has not been the defense over the last couple of years. It has been their inability to be able to sustain and also win football games when it matters most in the postseason. So why are we sitting up here talking about Julio Jones when Julio Jones wants to be a champion and he deserves to be a champion? He deserves to go somewhere and and play for a championship every single year, but just not in the Saints uniform. You know, and it has, once again, nothing to do with what Julio Jones is as a player. I would love to have Julio Jones in the Saints uniform because he can contribute in a big way. But the Saints got bigger fish to fry. And I think the Saints have extremely good talent at the wide receiver position. Talent that we don't even give these guys credit for. And the reason why we don't want to give these guys credit is because they're not as big of a household name as a Julio Jones. They're not as big a household name than A.B. They're not a bigger household name than when Stephon Diggs was talking about getting a trade. That's that's the only issue right right here. We fall in love with names. We fall in love with nostalgia. We fall in love with guys that we've seen do it around the league and wreck the league. And then you have a young guy that comes in that can't, you know, hasn't proven himself yet. We don't know about him. We scratch our head and wondering, can they get the job done? And we're not patient enough as a Saints fan base to wait and hope this guy develops. If we were thinking like that, folks, then we were trying to get Cordell Patterson instead of getting Devontae Harris. Because we felt like Cadell Patterson was a better kick return. Saints wanted him for quite some time. But instead, they found this five foot six, five foot seven guy coming out of Assumption College, and the rest is history. If we're still sitting up here worrying about uh, Traquan Smith and what he's going to do, the guy ended up having a really good solid season, probably his best season in the Saints uniform, even though he was hurt. What are we going to do at these other positions? Or they got rid of Emmanuel Butler. Or, you know, some of these other guys hurt. Then Marcus Callaway comes in, and he's, and he's playing. And he's playing at a high level. So as for me, I got a lot of respect for this coaching staff because this coaching staff has proven that they put the right pieces in place. And, yes, on draft day, I was upset just like you were because I was wondering who the hell was Peyton Turner. I was just like you, right? 
yes, you know what I'm saying, at times where I feel like they need to go with the logical choice. But when they do select guys, it, it turns out that they're actually knowing what the hell they're doing. So I will concede to that. Saints fans, we have to understand, right? It's not always about the name. Sometimes it got to be about the game. So that's my take on Julio Jones. Uh, you know, I like to appreciate Nostradamus and, and, and Miss Cleo's, all those individuals that chimed in before the show even started, before I even had a say. But that's not the way we do things here. And once again, I, I would rather a person check out the show, know how we roll here, than to ever accuse me of doing anything for clickbait because I don't roll like that. My philosophy is simple. If I can't get behind this mic and be passionate about the topic that I'm about to bring to you, I don't do a show at all. I mean, it's it just as simple as that. I'd rather lose money, you know what I'm saying, and profits and, you know what I'm saying, and sponsorship than to give you all a, a lackluster half-ass show. That's just me. But thank you, thank you to the Nostradamus and Miss Cleos of the world that know what I was going to say before I even touched this mic. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Those that are following in right now, go ahead and hit that like button if you're enjoying the State of the Saints podcast, if you enjoy the content, if you ever watch the content. And just, you know, not trolling. Go ahead and give your boy a thumbs up. Tell everybody how much you enjoy the show. Going to read some of these comments. Let's start with Rudy. Rudy says, hey, TJ, pull the bishop on him with your thoughts on Julio Jones uh, going to the NOLA. Okay, well, here it is. That's my take on it. Thank you, Rudy. Matthew says, honestly, the perfect team for him is Baltimore. Matthew, I disagree with that. I don't think that Baltimore is the right fit for him. And the reason why I don't feel like is not the, the right fit for him is because of Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a, a run a run option quarterback. He's an option quarterback, run a RPO quarterback. And that can really discourage a lot of receivers. And he's having issues right now with his number one receiver, Hollywood Brown. You know, not have, being on the same page with him. And I think a lot of times when you have great receivers and they go to a, a team that has a quarterback that's a run first type quarterback, it, it can become very discouraging to him because they understand that their numbers are going to drop. You know, he's not going to be getting those 16, 1700 yard seasons like he once did because you have to account now for Lamar Jackson and the option packages that he actually brings. Uh, the best team that I can see for him is a, a team like the new England Patriots, uh, a team like the Buffalo bills, uh, a team that, that has a quarterback that can uh, get, get him the football. Uh, another team would be the Tennessee Titans because they have that play action dynamic with Ryan Tannehill and you lose, uh, you know, guys like Corey Davis and and you lose guys like that, John New Smith. So you need that playmaker that's out there. So I can see him playing somewhere like Tennessee, but would not be a good fit. Would not be a good fit in Baltimore, in my opinion, if he's thinking about, you know, being close to Jerry Rice, catching Jerry Rice records, uh, being mentioned among the all time greats. I just feel like his time there is not going to be spent well, and he might take a, a step back as a receiver because he's not going to get as many targets or as many catches as he would when he was playing in Atlanta. Uh, that's that's just my opinion. But, I mean, if you find a better reason, Matthew, then, you know what I'm saying, I, look, I, I will 
you know, I will give you an opportunity to tell me why you feel that way. But as for me, I don't think that would be a good fit. This might be Teron Armstead's last year. Uh, yeah, um, especially if he doesn't want to renegotiate his contract, if he feels as if he has something left in a tank, if he feels as if, you know, he still has something to offer a team at a higher level. And it depends, you know, but yeah, this could possibly be his last season if he doesn't want to take a pay cut. John Porter says it would be nice who could stop Thomas and, and Jones. Probably nobody, but the reality is this $36 million that you're going to need to give him if you get him in a trade. Uh, I, I just don't see that happening. Uh, Speed Falcon for Life says, Give us Cam Jordan and we got a deal. Um, I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. Uh, laughing my A off, subscribe to Hey Falcon fan trying to spy. Okay, fellas. Look, man, they can come here all they want to I, I don't, I don't, I don't care about a Falcon fan being here. You know, I embrace the fact that they walk into the lion's den, you know, but at the same time, you're going to have to bring it. You know, I, I don't understand about the whole Cam Jordan thing. I don't think that's happening, um, you know, but at the end of the day, I can understand why they want Cam Jordan on their team the way he just completely single-handedly destroy Matt Ryan every time they play. So uh, the truth hurts. They have enough wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about the Falcons, absolutely. If we're talking about the Saints, I feel like they they have some good, talented receivers. Some bad organizations with a bad roster and looking for a quick fix and filling seats will deal with Julio. That's what uh, bad organizations do. Uh, Eugene, uh, that is the case sometimes. You know, when you 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 got that guy that wants to be like a Jerry Jones type, uh, you know, or um owner, but. There are some teams out there that could acquire your services that need him in a major way. And, you know, I'm not going to knock them for that if they're looking at Julio Jones. Like, it's, it's not like Julio Jones is chopped liver. It's not like Julio Jones is trash. Julio Jones is a really good wide receiver, probably arguably one of the best wide receivers, definitely, you know what I'm saying, of this, you know, this past decade. So I'm going to give him his credit. I mean, he deserves, like, all of the attention that he's getting. But at the same time, you know, I don't think at this particular point he's going to go to a team or wants to go to a team that, you know, that just trying to put some behinds in seats. He wants to go to a contender. I said this on the last show. When guys start to build up their career, they start thinking about their football immortality, how they want to be remembered. How do they want people to know, know them every time their name is mentioned? And when you start having all these records and all these touchdowns and all these catches and you're mentioned among the greats, that's fine, right? I'm pretty sure guys in the 1970s that, you know, that weren't named Stallward or, or, or Swine or, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or Pearson, they had some really good receivers back in the days. But those guys are the ones that we remember because they were the ones that was winning the championships, right? You know what I'm saying? You think about Roger Starbeck and, and Drew Pearson, right? You think about... You think about the steel curtain, you know what I'm saying, with Lynn Swine and Stallworth and, and Terry Bradshaw. Those guys are remembered more than the 70s because those guys were winners. And when you start to look at guys like Julio Jones, right, we know them now. But when my son gets to around my age and he starts to get older, if Julio don't win no championships and stuff like that, I might ask him, you remember when Julio Jones was playing, son? Well, it was a long time ago, Dad. What, who was he? But if I tell him, well, Julio Jones, he played for the Falcons, but he, and then he won a Super Bowl with such and such, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember him. So guys want to be remembered. 
guys want to be immortalized. And, and sometimes it's not just, you know, word them out. Word them out is not going to sustain over the course of time. That thing that blings, that was going to preserve, you know, that was going to preserve the memories of a lot of people. You know, that's the reason why we can remember people like that played for the Saints, like Usama Young, you know, because he won a Super Bowl with the Saints. Not because, you know what I'm saying, like, not because Usama Young was so good. You know what I'm saying? That's why you can remember guys like Casillas and, and you know what I'm saying, and, and Jolon Dunbar. You know, those guys were contributors. You know what I'm saying? Those guys weren't household names. You know, like, that, that's the kind of stuff that you, rem- you remember. You remember those type of guys because of what they did, in, you know, when they won the championship. I'm pretty sure a lot of you, if I ask you to name the 2012 New Orleans Saints team, who were their starters, some of you probably could. But if I was to ask you to name the 2009 Super Bowl championship Saints team, I guarantee you a lot of you are going to spit that off more, more so than you would that team in 2012. That's just what it is. I freaking called it uh, when you want Julio to the Bills. How do you feel about him going to the Chargers or the Raiders? I think the Raiders would be a good spot for him. Um, I definitely feel like the Raiders would try to go after him because of that whole Vegas dynamic. Somebody did mention that. Um, If it's a trade, okay? But if they decide to keep him on the books to after a deadline and they decide to release him, then, you know what I'm saying, I, I can't see him going to the Raiders. Uh, you know, if it's if it's if it's Julio's choice, then he's not going to the Raiders. If it was a uh, Falcon choice and it was in their best interest, I can see him going there. Uh, as far as the Chargers, I can see. Mm, I can't really see him going to the Chargers either. I, I can't see that. Uh, the Chargers are a, a good young football team, but I wouldn't put them in a realm of a championship contender. I can see him probably going to somewhere like the 49ers because they're a contender. I can see him going somewhere like the Seahawks because they're content. I can see him going somewhere like the Titans because they're content. So as far as the Raiders, that would just be the Falcons getting a better, you know, return on their investment. What's different about this draft is that the Saints first pick was a defensive guy. Um, Not really. Not really, because a couple of years ago, they, they drafted Marcus Davenport and we still had the same same type of mind frame like who the heck is that you know i mean that's just it you know like i just think that i i don't think it has anything to do with defense i mean I, honestly it makes sense that they're trying to draft a defensive player i mean they need help on defense more so than offense wherever he goes he's going to make them better no corner can hold him one-on-one that's true that's true Evening, TJ and fan. What's going on, Dada? Uh, Tragic says, my brother's name is Charles Coleman, but he's a Cowboy fan. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> Cash Black says, I think if we get him, it would be a terrible idea. And how would a Saints fan see Julio Jones as a Saint when he has been a Falcon for almost a decade? Well, I would ask you this. How, how would you see Curtis Lofton uh, as a New Orleans Saint when he was a Falcon all that particular time? You know? I mean, <laughs> I don't think it matters, right? All that matters is the way that you contribute. Nobody cares about that at the end of the day, you know? It's not like, I, I don't, I don't, man, these guys are trying to get paid, man. It's a business. Like, you think these, these guys sit up here and, 
care that much about oh i, I don't want to play for that team yeah on, you know, on a certain level but if that team back up that brink truck guess what i'm going over there and i'm playing for them boys think about all those years that brett fall was out there carving up the minnesota vikings think about that think about how much hatred you probably have to have john randall randall mcdaniel and all them other cats coming at you trying to sack you but it didn't stop him from going out there and getting in vikings uniform did it i mean it, sometimes it really don't matter i mean you think about the marco murray when he played for the cowboys you know he played for the cowboys you think he cared you know that the cowboys bit a robber was the philadelphia eagles he put that philadelphia eagles jersey on when the cowboys didn't want to pay him man them players don't really care about that man it's about where the money at they they sit up here and they tell you all these things and be politically correct oh you know what i'm saying it don't matter you know i'm i'm, I'm i bleed black and gold until that contract up and guess what if, if the saints don't want to pay him they're going somewhere else and they're going to be hollering out whatever catchphrase from that respected team it's a business you know i think we have to remember that sometimes you know we fall in love with this fandom and then we all of a sudden like you know we started getting mad and frustrated at these players because they leave and won't go somewhere else when they want to when they need to get more money but this is a business this is a business man it's no different between you working at a business for 15 20 years and those people trying to push you out the door don't want to give you no more pay raises and then all of a sudden another company a rival company that's probably up and coming young respect that that you've been with a business for 15 16 years and want to give you the money that they feel you deserve and what you deserve guess what you're gonna do you're gonna pack up your stuff in that little funny you know stereotypical uh i'm fired i quit box that they be having on movies and you're gonna go to the other job it's just as simple as that make no mistake about it man football is no different than you working on your job the only difference is to get paid a hell of a lot more money than me and you so you guys don't care man i'm telling you like they sit up here and they say these things man it's about playing it's called playing your position Paul. it's called playing your role it's about knowing your role you don't sit out there and it just spit out nonsensical things oh man what you really think about this coach man coach got on my nerves man he talked way too long during this meeting i need to go home you gonna say that no probably because you're gonna get fired or probably the next time when you up for a contract the next team is going to remember you saying it Skies told a lot Skies do what they need to do in order for them to keep themselves in that position it's 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 that simple the bling thing is exactly what makes the 2017 to 2020 run so tragic all those wins and no one uh, outside of our fan base will remember any of them exactly exactly it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that bling and the bills are on our schedule this year too yep they are thanksgiving davenport is the new age kwame brown oh man come on now we are not going to disrespect kwame brown here on the state of the saints podcast okay i don't need kwame brown up here sprinkling some of his mama cooking on the state of the saints podcast we love kwame brown over here okay you know what i'm saying i i will not talk about his mama's son you know what I'm saying? i will not do that okay we we would not be sprinkling anybody you know what i'm saying any mama's cooking on kwame and we definitely won't be talking about his mama's son so definitely ain't gonna do that up in here okay <laughs> alfred andrews thank you very much for 499 says i think julio at this point of his career just wants to win uh, he has the numbers so i think a team like the ravens will work if he has a chance to win but it's also about legacy too alfred like i don't care when any of these dudes they these guys want to be be the all-time greats 
And this guy wants to go to somebody that's going to get him the football. Man, you know, so it is what it is. I think I think he wants to win, but it do he don't want his numbers to lack either. Perfect time of TJ Jones made it home just in time after putting clothes in the dryer from the laundromat. Uh, blessings, my brother. Appreciate that, Jerry. Thank you, man. Eugene says, great use of Usama Young as an example of a bling thing. Dude got beat by Gasson, and yet he will forever uh, be remembered here. Yep, exactly. Put Mass Hasselbeck. Don't remember him when he was a Seattle Seahawk, TJ. Uh, I do remember Matt Hasselbeck, but it wasn't because of him being a champion. It wasn't be it wasn't because he he led the Seattle Seahawks to the Super Bowl. You know when they had Sean Alexander. What I remember Matt Hasselbeck about is very simple. When that game when they played in Lambeau and they went into overtime and they flipped the coin and they won a coin toss and he said and we're going to score too. And the next thing you know, you see Mike McKenzie streaking up the sidelines. Oh, was it Mike McKenzie? If it wasn't Mike McKenzie, it was somebody else. I can't think of the guy's name. But anyway, it was it was one of those guys. And I think one of them, I think the guy ended up playing for the Saints years later. But anyway, the guy ended up uh, picking him off, running in for a touchdown. That's what I remember about Matt Hasselbeck. I cannot remember that cornerback name for the life of me. Somebody help me remember. Somebody pull it up. I don't think it was Mike McKenzie. It was the other guy. They both had dreadlocks. I know that. Al Harris. That's it. Al Harris. Al Harris picked him up. Thank you. And I seen that before Demetrius even put it out there. Al Harris. <laughs> That's that good football memory right there, man. Dusting it off. Dusting it off. That's why we the best over here, man. We know our football. Shouts out to Demetrius, man, bringing it in also. Let me get Demetrius his credit, man. Demetrius brought it up. And it popped in my head. As soon as I seen, I seen Demetrius down low, yep. So shouts out to Demetrius, man. Thank you for keeping me on my toes, my friend. Cass said Falcons don't want to see Julio in a Saints jersey twice a year. No, they do not. <laughs> uh, Charles says we ain't no Geechees. Uh, no, but I'm around plenty of them around here. I live in South Carolina, folks. You know, and where I work at out in Hemingway, South Carolina, I mean, that's 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 Geechee country right there. No, shouts out to uh, station manager, Mr. Ernie. Uh, Mr. Ernie is actually is Geechee, you know. He, he talked about how when uh, he first started working at the station, he had to kind of change his dialect due to the fact that he had a real strong Geechee accent. So, yeah, man, around a lot, a lot of Geechee folk around here, man. A lot of shouts out to him, man. Good, good people, man. Good people. Shouts out to Cass, the legend, man. Supporter, State of Saints podcast. Thank you, my brother. No, avoid mama's cooking at all costs. Nobody wants that heat. No, sir. No, sir, man. But look, you know, somebody asked me, I think I want to say it was chemo. I want to say Kimo asked me this question. And he and he said that uh, you know, it's the same show. He wanted to know what I thought about Kwame Brown. Uh I just leave it like this, man. If anybody like I want to like just bombard the show talking about that, but Kimo is my guy, man. And um, so I'm just gonna give a few minutes, you know, about what I think about it. Look, first off, I think Kwame Brown, I think Kwame Brown deserves his his moment in the sun. There's a lot of guys that built their career talking about Kwame Brown. It's a lot of guys who got a lot of money um, building a career off talking about this cat. Like I think about Stephen A. Smith, man. Stephen A. Smith, greatest rant of all time, the most watched rant that Stephen A. Smith has ever done outside of the Jamarcus Russell rant was the Kwame Brown rant when Kwame Brown was traded. You know, you know when he when he was traded for Paul Gasol and stuff like that with Paul Gasol. 
that was you know the rant that put Stephen A. Smith on the map. That's when you start seeing Stephen A. Smith start to get shows like Quite Frankly. That's when you start to see Stephen A. Smith featured on stuff. That's when you see Stephen A. Smith start to like get these little deals and working with ESPN and working with Fox Sports and and Mad Dog Sports Radio. That's when you really start to see him grow as a broadcaster and a journalist and all that other stuff. Now he's been putting in the work for a long time. He was out there with the Philadelphia Inquirer covering Allen Iverson back in the day. But there was nothing that put him on the map more than talking about Kwame Brown. And Kwame Brown has been a butt of everybody's jokes for years. And this guy said absolutely nothing. He didn't say anything. He didn't talk about nobody. He didn't say nothing. This guy kept quiet. He just grinned and buried. And then all of a sudden, like, guys want to start talking about this guy and laughing at him and stuff like that. And he starts to fire you back. And then now people are mad at him for firing back. I, I don't understand it. So this guy was supposed to take all that inside, keep it, and just let people just constantly talk about him and not have anything to say at all. But when the dudes start firing back, and it, it, this is the dangerous thing about it. If Kwame Brown was just sitting up here running his mouth and he had no validity behind anything he was saying, he wouldn't be as dangerous. But the things that he's talking about are accurate and true. I mean, what he's talking about is accurate and true. How the media tries to uh, spin things around, how they try to treat us as if we're like, you know, what I'm saying like we're like they're, we're their little pets. How they put little stories out there and stuff like that and they throw the brick and they hide their hand. How they try to create and try to spin things to make us turn against one another. I mean, that that's that's facts, folks. I mean, if, if you don't believe me, look at the Julio Jones situation yesterday. What was the topic of discussion, right? Everybody on Fox Sports just so happy and so glad that Shannon Sharp was able to call Julio Jones. Julio Jones answers the phone and says he's out in Atlanta. They're happy about it. Meanwhile, on ESPN, what's what they're talking about? Was Julio Jones, was he what it was the conversation consensual? Did he know he was on the air? They can get sued for that, right? The only reason they're upset and bringing that to the forefront right now because they don't have an invested interest in it. If if Stephen A. Smith was to call Julio Jones, if if Ryan Clark was to call Julio Jones, if my guy, big brother, Marcus Spears, would have called Julio Jones, he would have answered the phone on get up, a first take, guarantee you nobody would have an issue with this at all. The hypocrisy of it is real. What Kwame Brown was talking about was real. And, and, and if you don't believe me, look at it this, this morning. Guess who was on ESPN? Guess who Guess who was doing an interview and inventing his displeasures and being asked about his displeasures at, on his team? Aaron Rodgers. So what's the difference between you all hitting up Aaron Rodgers, asking him to come on the show so he can voice his displeasures versus Stanley Sharp calling up Julio Jones and him expressing his displeasures? What's the difference? You're both doing the same thing. The only difference is you're mad that some other rival network got the hot take and you did. But they want us to believe that we should be mad at Shannon Sharp. They want us to believe that we should be mad at Fox Sports 1 when they're doing the same damn thing the very next day. But they have so much integrity. What Kwame Brown has been saying about the media and how they're spending this stuff and how they use guys like him to their advantage to try to elevate their brand is a damn shame. 
And I ain't got no dog in a fight because my I don't wake up in the morning and say I want to work for any of these networks. I mean, would I like to work for a network like ESPN? Absolutely. But not at the expense of selling my soul or making me feel as if, you know what I'm saying, I got to come through with a hot take in order for anybody to pay attention to me. So Kwame Brown has a lot of validity, and that's dangerous. That's dangerous when he has when, when somebody is speaking at real, keeping it 100. It scares a lot of people. It scares a lot of folks. It scares people when when people are telling the truth and telling and telling people that truth. And you can say, oh, they're crazy, they're crazy, but they're not that crazy if they're telling people things that are accurate. You know, like a lot of these guys, you know, they, they become so huge and successful. They develop these egos. They get so confident. And they, they just start like they just start believing in their own hype. They forget about those individuals that made them who they are. They forget about those individuals that invested time and money and patience in their development. And they get up here and they forget that those people that brought them to that level are still around. But yet they forget about those individuals and they get on, they get on radio and they get on television and they start talking and running their mouth and they forget that, man, you got some baggage and all it takes, just like you want people to go and click on this person. All it takes is a click to find out some things about you too. So I'm happy for Kwame Brown. Some people's calling this man a hater. Some people calling this man uh bitter. I say, man, it's about time. This man deserves his, his moment in the sun. And I'm glad his channel is growing. And I'm glad this man getting the attention that he that he deserves. You know what I'm saying? He, he deserves his moment to express himself. You know? Keep sprinkling your mama cooking, my brother. Baltimore should be trying to get Julio. I, I mean, I, they should, but I just don't see that being a good fit. I, I just like he might end up going there, but it still to me would not be a good fit. It would not be a good fit. Mocha giving a shout out to the OG. Uh, shouts out to Mocha, man. Mocha also said Kwame Brown is actually very funny and he makes a lot of sense. The media stays brainwashing us to think one way. Yeah, he's extremely funny, man. I, I said this before, he may have been a bust and he, he said this himself. He may have been what a, what a lot of people consider as bust as a number one pick, but when it comes to smack talking, he's first pick overall certified. <laughs> TJ, I want to pick it back off what your Lamar Jackson being a run option quarterback analogy. That's what happens to Jimmy Graham when he went to Seattle. He wasn't having those a thousand yard plus year seasons like he was having in New Orleans. Russell Wilson was a run option quarterback too. Raphael this is a little bit different and I'm gonna tell you why man that's a good point I'm glad you brought this up and I can understand why you feel this way but here's here's why I feel like it's a little bit different right um Jimmy Graham went to a team where tight ends were mostly designed to block because at this particular time you had a very young Russell Wilson who was still trying to figure things out and that team was actually structured and they were actually on the backs of Marshawn Lynch so Marshawn Lynch was still there at the time. So because the way the offense was structured and because Jimmy Graham wasn't that strong of a blocker as a tight end, he was very, very limited. Okay. So they, they only put him in most of the time was doing uh goal line situations because 
they were like a power they were a power run team but as russell wilson started to develop if you start to notice like okay jimmy ended up getting hurt and right around the time the last season before he actually i think he went to green bay yeah you end up going to green bay he had one of his best seasons statistically as a seattle seahawk he had i think maybe like 14 or 15 touchdowns and he led tight ends and receiving yards and that was the reason because you had you didn't have marshawn lynch anymore and they decided to make the team a little bit more Russell Wilson friendly and make them a more of a passing team. So that's one of the main reasons I feel like he didn't get the yards when he first got there is because the team was still structured to be a Marshawn Lynch power run type team. That's the reason why you had most of the, the tight ends that were in the game were the guys that can actually block. And you had Jimmy Graham, who was uh, on the goal line when they needed those 50-50 balls because of his height. So he did start to develop and got a little bit better once Russell Wilson became the primary focus for the offense. But uh, I think I, I do think a couple of those years because, you know, the, the offense wasn't ran, uh, you know, and it wasn't really focused on Russell Wilson. It did kind of set it did kind of set uh, Jimmy Graham's uh, statistics back quite a bit that and him uh, tearing his Achilles. Mocha, thank you very much for the ten dollars. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much uh gucci is a clothing brand i think <laughs> um and nah 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 not gucci man gucci okay i think about what you were saying what is gucci uh gucci is a man gucci is a language you know what i'm saying like that that's spoken around here is also like a culture uh they just know i don't really know the history like that and i don't want to disrespect any people to gucci culture uh i just know that um, it, it's a it's a language around here and it stems from like back in during the times of slavery uh, a lot of people probably don't realize this but south carolina one of the oldest states in the union founded in 1788 and the geechee people were uh they, they were known for you know i know during the time it was slavery and stuff like that so i think it was like a, a language that was developed back in the day i have to get a little bit more information on that i don't know that much about uh, the Geechee culture, but I do know it's a, you know, it's, it's a culture around here. It's a language that's spoken around here. It's almost like, I won't say it's like broken French, but it, it's almost like, you know, it, it's almost like a, a special type language and a special type coach. My thoughts exactly. That's why I wanted your opinion, TJ. Uh, Kimo on uh, Kwame Brown. <laughs> Gucci means you're good. Oh, okay. Oh, you're talking about something else. Okay. I seen Geechee. I seen Gucci. I started explaining what Gucci is. Somebody's asking what about Geechee. Becky with the good hair. <laughs> Drew Brees made Jimmy Graham. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, I'm on Kwame Brown. said. Kwame really called the man Becky with the good hair. I feel attacked as a light skinned dude. <laughs> All I gotta say, man, leave Quan Brown alone, man. I don't want I don't want that smoke, man. Uh speaking of Russ, that's where Julio fits. I agree. I agree. He he definitely would fit there. I like the way you broke it down, TJ, and I totally agree with everything you said. Raphael, I mean, you had some good points too, man. But you know, I think that his, his career took a step back. And <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, I think the Saints kind of did that to be a little a tad bit petty too because they knew his skill set and wouldn't be able to mesh at what, what Seattle was trying to do. And, and if you look at it, I, I mean, if we want to be real, uh, the Saints won that trade when they got Max Unger. 
You know, I mean, they, they won that trade. Uh, JJ Den says, talking to them, TJ. Jerry getting a shout out to Panny. Charles says, Creole. Geechee culture is like how Creole is to Louisiana. Yeah, it's something similar to that. I have some more information, man, because I don't want to sit up here and give y'all the wrong information. I, I really don't know that much about the culture. Yes, um, you know, where I where I work at, I mean, that's Geechee territory. I'll be even um, broadcast live at some uh, Geechee, uh, Gullah, Geechee events that's around here. But I really don't know that much about the culture. So I'll definitely have some more information next time we talk. Geechee sounds like it is to South Carolina what Creole is to Louisiana. Pro- yeah, I, I would say that. I would I would agree with that. Smallville says, can you imagine Jameis Winston uh, throwing Jones the deep ball? I mean, no, I couldn't imagine. I really couldn't. Pammy giving a shout out to Jerry. Keith says, yo, TJ Julio gonna probably go to the 49ers. I can see him playing there. Uh, definitely uh, you have Kyle Shanahan, who we um, had a good relationship with when Kyle Shanahan was uh, with the Atlanta Falcons. So, yeah, I can see that. I dated a girl who uh, gave me Geechee. You don't want no parts of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think that is some type of, uh, you know, sickness, uh, Ghostface Griller. Thank you so much for your comment. Thank you for being a supporter, man. Cash Black says people hate on Saints fans for no reason. Probably because of the pride we have for the team. I think people just see our pride and they just wonder, like, a team that's not really known for winning throughout their franchise history, how can we have so much pride? It's probably because we just love the squad. You know what I'm saying? We just love them. And we don't care if they win or lose. We still going to be saying who they. And, you know, it's hard. Like, when you can't destroy a person's confidence, when you can't destroy a person's pride, like, you know, it, 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 it ticks a lot of people off. Like, cause people want you to go away. Like when people start talking about you, they want you to start feeling bad about yourself or, or want you to go away. But when you don't, and when their words can't get to you, it, it, it angers them because they know that they ain't got no power over you. So a lot of these Falcon fans, a lot of these NFL fans as a whole, that talk about the Saints. They just mad at the pride that we have. TJ, you acting like you don't want Jones on the Saints. Stop it, bro. Uh, I don't. You know, like I, I don't I, I, from a from a contractual standpoint, from a money standpoint, I don't. What I would would I want his talent uh, to be on the New Orleans Saints? Absolutely. At the right price. But no, I don't. You know, I don't want him to be there because it wouldn't be a smart business decision. There's a difference. You know, like think about this. Right. Would you want a chandelier, a beautiful chandelier as soon as your, your guests walk into your home? absolutely but what if the chandelier was five thousand dollars right what would you like and you only had 3500 to spend would you want that shan- would you try to get that chandelier probably not you'll probably go out there and get something within your price that's that resembles that chandelier that's probably you know what I'm saying similar to that chandelier that you actually have that's just what it is man what what i want you know what i'm saying what i want a well I'm trying to think what I want a an extension on my bathroom. Yes, I would. I would want an extension on my bathroom. Could I afford an extension on my bathroom is the question. At this particular time? No. So therefore, I ain't trying to get no extension on the bathroom. That's just the way it works. Do I want his talent? Yes. Could we afford his talent? No. So 
Therefore, I got to live without it. That's the way I'm thinking about it, man. That's the way I'm thinking about it. It's not so much about, oh, I don't want Julio Jones, man. Get him out of my face. No, that would be ridiculous. That would be pretty asinine there, man. That would be pretty asinine to fish and young Nola. But I'm looking at it from a from a monetary standpoint. You know, it's hard. You, you can't buy stuff that you can't afford. You shouldn't. You shouldn't buy stuff that you can't afford. Some people do. I'd rather not. Uh, the Saints are in New Orleans. They're the heart of the city. We love them and they love us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Love us? Uh, I guess, you know. They love that we love them, you know. Yeah, I, w- I would say that, but I definitely love the Saints. Hey, TJ, I wish I could send you some uh, great food from right here in South Louisiana. Well, Rudy, I appreciate that, man. I know y'all got some really good food out there, so I, I appreciate that. And, you know, definitely uh, miss that uh, New Orleans and Louisiana cooking. Hulo is guaranteed to miss at least four to six weeks. His body is broken. Mm, that's a strong point. He has he has not been healthy over the last couple of years, so that, that's a strong point, and that's, that's a valid point there, Bobby. Uh, what's up, TJ? What's going on, man? Appreciate you stopping by. Thank you for being a part of the show. Derek's animation says Michael Thomas is better than Julio Jones. Um, over the last couple of years, there's a trajectory of Michael Thomas moving up and Julio going down. Uh, but Michael Thomas still has to build on his career. And uh, Julio Jones has been establishing himself for a while. Uh, if we're talking about skill sets and all that kind of stuff, uh, Julio Jones is better than Michael Thomas. Uh, if we're talking about like the trajectory of what's going on and what's happened over the last couple of years. Yes, you can say Michael Thomas is emerging to be a better and being better than than Julio Jones. But and they're both extremely talented. But I'm not just going to poo poo on, on Julio Jones because Julio Jones is special. Uh, Breeze on the Saints for the past five years wasn't a great business deal. Breeze is uh, the uh, is the reason, I guess you're saying, the reason for the cap, the salary cap hell we are in now. Mm. Yes and no. Uh, yes, yes, because uh, the Saints, uh, instead of them trying to move some things around and try to, you know, try to establish themselves, they tried to go for it which I don't have no problem with. I don't have no problem with that because they understood that Drew Brees only was going to have a few more seasons. So they really tried to go for it. But um, I I think that the reason they tried to go for it, they didn't look for moments like this. And they probably thought that moments like this, at least they would have had a Super Bowl out the deal. That's the way I think the Saints were looking at it because look at it like this, Smallville. You know, and that's a good point. But let me ask you this. Riddle me this. If the Saints would have won a Super Bowl throughout that run, would you still feel the same way that you did? Would you be would you put that comment in the comments right now? Would you put that comments in the chat right now? If the Saints would have won at least one Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like hindsight is 2020. Right. So. The reason we didn't get the results that we wanted, it's easy for us to look at this. But if the Saints were to end up winning the Super Bowl in 2018 or winning in 2019 or one of these years when they had a lot of success, we wouldn't be thinking like this. The reason why my frame is like this now 
is because they didn't win anything. If they were in salary cap hell and the Saints would have won a Super Bowl out the deal, we would have been coming off a Super Bowl championship this season instead of the Bucks. Would you care? I wouldn't. You know, because it, it would have been inevitable anyway, Smallville, because the Saints would have had to been look. No matter if they were in salary cap hell or not, the Saints would have had to rebuild their team because Drew Brees is not going to be here. So I just think that it stings and it hurts a little bit more Smallville because we didn't win anything. You know, if we did, then, you know, I don't think none of us would care. I wouldn't. Uh, The chandelier you already have. Thank you very much for $2 says I'm as good as the one you saw at the store. (laughs) Exactly. Especially like when you're, when you're broke and you know, you're trying to, you know, save some money. I mean, case in point, you know, like, you know, purchasing a new house in January, you know, it, you know, you try to accumulate a certain amount of money and then you go out here and buy buy some things. You don't go out here and spend all your money and exhaust all your your money. You know, right. You know, you, you wait, you save. Right. So that I mean, that's that's what I do. You know, like, you know, you get a, a certain amount of money uh, and you save up and then all of a sudden. You know, you save up and then all of a sudden you'll be able to get the things that you need, but you don't overexert yourself at least that's least what i try to do piano dean says hey tj was at the game when kyle terley <laughs> almost decapitated damian robinson for almost decapitating aaron brooks uh with the loudest crowd i've ever heard what a memory yeah when he threw his helmet into the stands right but then when he threw his helmet into the stand <laughs> uh the saints ain't no way atlanta trading with the saints book it never say never man i mean never say never like i don't i don't (laughs) look it's a nice little game that they play folks it's a nice little game that they play you know we don't like them they don't like us this that and the third guess what would these folks do every single year they have meetings they have team meetings they they have uh nfl meetings and they bet they 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 go into business together i want to say that they got some type of out uh some kind of liquor uh business all of them together i mean he, he, these guys talk to one another you know they they try to make it seem like oh it's a you know we hate y'all y'all hate us man these people are, are, are businessmen and women so don't believe that if the saints feel like something is in their best interest they won't call up atlanta and don't think that atlanta won't call up the saints if they feel like the saints have something that this that's in their best interest I mean, that did what it is. They, they they play this good little game, man, making us believe like they just hate each other just so much, man. But they're they're businessmen and women. They're partners in a lot of these different ventures. And, uh, you know, I mean, people think that <laughs> that these guys just hate each other to a point where they don't want to do no business with each other. Uh, you're sadly mistaken. OK, I mean. Man, when it comes down to business, you have no enemies. I mean, I don't know if some of y'all have been watching the uh, Godfather of Harlem. That's a good show right there. Shouts out to Godfather of Harlem. Uh, that's, man, if you ain't never checked that out, please do. But you have, uh, you know, you have um, Forrest Whitaker who's playing Bumpy Johnson, and the, you know, a guy who was a, you know, a notorious, uh, I don't want to say he was a, a mobster, but he was a gangster back in Harlem, African-American fella. And, uh, you know, he's doing business with the mob. Mob can't stand him, right? 
mob mob wish they can kill him but they can't because he controls you know what I'm saying most of the you know the, the drugs and you know what I'm saying in in the area so they need to do business with him in order for them to survive now I'm pretty sure now it's not on that particular level we talking about drugs here but when it comes to business trust and believe these folk gonna do what's best for them Jared Poy, you're still accounted for. Keith says, restrictedly, TJ, uh, Saints should have at least two Super Bowl appearances and one ring in the past five years. I agree. JDW Sports Talk Show says, I miss most of what you uh, probably addressed about Julio. What's your summary? Uh, my summary is this. Uh, if I can just sum it up real quick, this is what I think about the whole situation. Should, um, should We were talking about if Julio Jones uh you know should the saints trade for julio jones and i mean to sum it all up is very very simple. Hell no, to the no, 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 no. i mean basically you know that <laughs> that sums it up right there uh screw turley he cost us the game he made it all about himself yeah and became a a, a cult legend in new orleans mort anderson and joe horn uh ended as falcons Get about Bobby Abel going there too, you know. Then I hear Haywood go to the Falcons too, if I'm ain't mistaken. Same here. A friend of mine was at that game and brought me a T-shirt. I'm wondering if it's a collector's item by now. Or if Kyle Turley signed it, it probably would be. Saints are loaded at wide receiver. We should be concerned about our secondary. That, yeah, that would that would be an issue. That would be a, that would be the biggest issue to me, even more than linebacker. Who would the Saints give up for Julio Jones? That's a good point. Who would they give up for him? Hmm. A team that's already cap-stricken and basically uh, skimmed their team down to the white meat already. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I never thought about it because I, I really don't I really don't see that being possible, and I never just thought about wanting it to be possible. Rudy says, piano thing I'm referring to, the first official home game, 0-6, I still remember that game. My ears are still ringing. Jay says, what's up, TJ? What's going on, Jay? Eugene says, shouts out to Forrest Whitaker's good eye. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, good actor, man. I don't care. Good good eye, bad eye, third eye, I don't care. He, he's extremely talented, and I love watching the Forrest Whitaker, man. Like, Forrest Whitaker is, is definitely one of the greatest actors, greatest actors of our generation. Hey, TJ, uh, am I missing something with mama's cooking? <laughs> All I can say is uh, go to YouTube and look up Kwame Brown. And it, 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 would, uh, it would make a lot of sense to you. It would make a lot of sense to you. Piano Dean uh, get, is responding to Rudy, says that's the game I'm referring to. I think I already read that. Probably is a collector's item, though, Piano Dean. Kirkland says for a while there, it seems like the Saints and the Falcons will go back and forth signing each other free agents for a number of years. Kirkland, thank you. You know, a lot of Saints fans probably remember that. Some of you younger Saints fans or Saints fans that haven't been around for a long period of time, uh, you probably don't remember that. But yes, they, they do do business. They do do business together. Like, I don't want anybody to think that these guys just hate each other to a point where they don't they they're not going to do business that you know and, and do things for their own self-interest because they just hate the rival team so much you're sadly mistaken if you believe that it's not all drew's fault don't forget uh 
we were we were winning until Cook fumbled. Kevin, yeah, that's a good point, you know, but a lot of people, I guess they're referring to, you know, I think a lot of people are just looking at like some of those dominating performances that we used to have back in the day. If I can put my finger on it, I think that's what people are alluding to. They're alluding to when Drew Brees was able to take the Saints and go down the field and Saints be up by three touchdowns by the time it's halftime. And because Drew Brees were just so limited, it kept the other team in the game because they had the nickel and diamond down the field. It wasn't those big shots or anything like that. And I think that's what people are referring to when they talk about Drew Brees, not so much about his talent and all that kind of stuff. I, I think that people will look at a, at a point like when the Saints played the Rams in the NFC Championship game, Saints score, then all of a sudden, you know, Demario Davis picks the ball off. Drew Brees would have punched that ball into the end zone some way, somehow. And the Saints would have ended up, you know, being up by two touchdowns or three touchdowns or whatever like that. Almost kind of similar to when they went to that divisional game when they played against the Cardinals. And I mean, the game was basically over by halftime. And I think that's what people are talking about when they talk about Drew. Not so much about Drew can't play. Not so much Drew is, you know, what I'm saying like just so terrible. It's the fact that they just feel like, you know, he 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 missed he was missing that kill shot part of his game. And I think that's why people, you know, was getting on him about that. That he, they feel like he lost his fastball. Man, Julio and Thomas would be one, if not one, of the best duos in the NFL. I agree. I agree. Ain't no, ain't no argument here. TJ, do you think Julio Jones will go to the Cowboys or Patriots? Well, he already said he's not going to the Cowboys. So Patriots can be, uh, you know, Patriots can be one of those teams. Eugene said football's a business, baby. As read from the five heartbeat says, my office I was a die of fire. Exactly. It's a business. Michael Hayes came from the Falcons to the Saints back. Uh, yeah, back to the Falcons. I mean, good point. Robbie White says Julio going to the Titans, not the Patriots, Packers, or any other team. That would be a better fit for him, the Titans. I, that would be a logical choice to me. Cooks fumbles a swung the momentum of the game, TJ. We really was uh, going for the knockout shot on that drive. Yeah, you know, Raphael, I mean, look, I'm not here to talk. Like, it, it's irrelevant to me talk about, you know, who fault it was. I think everybody deserves, a, a you know, a slice of that pie if we want to be honest. But I'm looking at it from what people were saying about why they felt Drew Brees should have, you know, retired a couple of years ago. A lot of people feel that the New Orleans Saints, you know, was missing that fastball when Drew couldn't get the ball down the field anymore. And that's, you know, that limits your team. And there, there are moments in games where if if the defense gives you the ball or you got the momentum, you're looking for that, that quarterback to be able to get that ball down the field for that deep shot and really put the, you know, put the foot on the neck of the opponent. And I think that what what, what was missing from the New Orleans Saints. You know, it's not the fact that Drew Brees wasn't efficient. It's the fact that, you know, certain moments, goal line situations, you taking Drew out to put in Taysom. I mean, when, I mean, come on, man. You've been following the Saints, man. That would be blasphemous a couple of years back. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast and remind you that the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Thank you to the fine folks at Manscaped.com. Right now, that's what's available is the lawnmower 4.0 uh, that is available right now. Uh, if you go to manscaped.com, 
you use the promo code state of saints you will save 20 percent off of your purchase that state of saints that's all one word in lowercase letters you will save 20 percent off on a lawnmower 4.0 no matter if you're spending a hundred dollars or ten dollars please use that promo code if you purchase items through manscape we save 20 percent off and you also help uh help the state of the saints podcast and also there are t-shirts that are still available state of the saints podcast t-shirts that are available if you want to purchase your t-shirt uh send your name your shirt size and your address information uh to me um using the cash app dollar sign state of saints i still have some shirts available uh shouts out to sanchez who purchased a shirt on yesterday uh tower has purchased the shirt uh shaniqua has purchased the shirt dono has purchased a shirt chemo as per the shirt, uh, Chanel, uh, so many uh, others as well. Uh, thank y'all so much, man, for supporting the State of the Saints podcast. I really do appreciate that, man. Help the State of the Saints podcast grow. Uh, you know, I would really appreciate that. Uh, thank everybody for repping for the State of the Saints podcast and uh, holding it down. Once again, T-shirts are available right now. Uh, you can uh, reach me, put your information dollar sign state of saints name shirt size address information i'll go ahead and mail that off to you all right so uh thank you oh yeah and also to uh derail is what uh derail as well man he, he purchased his shirt as well so shout out to it let's see uh ashley says uh hey uh what you know about the the saints what i what i know about the saints you must be new here <laughs> ashley must be new if you're new, thank you so much, and go ahead and subscribe to the channel for your boy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we talk about New Orleans Saints over here. We know we know about we talk about New Orleans Saints. Uh, feel free to uh put any questions you want to in the chat. Uh, we love to have you. We love to uh, see new members of the Who That Nation pop up. We invite anybody you know to answer any questions, rather it's about the Saints' life or or NFL as a whole. Uh, we're a very interactive podcast here. So thank you, Ashley, for being here. But we definitely know them saints around here. Alpha Sports says if Cook had shocky mentality, he would uh, still be on the team. I say he was uh, cut after that fumble. Yeah, it was something going on with Cook, man. I don't know what going on. It's like something was going on with him psychologically or something this past season. Or maybe, you know, for all the time is undefeated. Is undefeated. Maybe, you know, he is up there in age, man. He around 33, 34. So, yeah. Smallville said, what color are the shirts? Well, I got two uh, different color shirts. I got the white State of the Saints podcast t-shirts. And also I got the gray uh, State of the Saints podcast t-shirts. I actually I actually have some shirts that's available. Let me see something real quick. Uh, while I get a shirt, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let you all hear this uh, brief uh brief clip from Manscaped.com. Check this it out. This is TJ Jones, the host of the state of the saints podcast and the state of the saints podcast is brought to you by manscaped.com over two million men worldwide choose manscaped for all their below the waist needs for those that love the lawnmower 3.0 well i got news for you the manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the lawnmower 4.0 the Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all through additional guards lengths, sizes 1 through 4. And looks wise, it's sleek 
with a two-tone matte and gloss finish, even features a hot foil stamp, black chrome Manscaped logo. Show your more off loud and proud. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code State of Saints and you will save 20% off of the lawnmower 4.0 as well as other Manscaped items. That's manscaped.com. All right, we're back here on the State of Saints podcast. Just wanted to uh, go and grab a few shirts real quick. But this is the white shirt right here. We got the white State of the Saints podcast t-shirt that's available right now. And also, uh, we have the gray uh, that's available as well. Uh, gray State of the Saints podcast t-shirt available. Uh, so uh, we go up to sizes medium to about 3X. So um, I think I may have a few 3Xs left. Uh, we got a couple X larges. So... Yeah, purchase State of Saints podcast t-shirt, man. I really appreciate that. Thank you for those that have already uh, purchased. Going to read a few more, and then we're going to get up out of here, man. Uh, I feel like Julio is too old, and we should invest in more young talent. I ain't got no problem with that. That's a good point right there, King Phoenix. I I always believe in investing in young talent. Uh, Who is the Saints quarterback this season? Does anybody know? Uh, I don't think anybody knows for sure, but if – if I'm a betting man, I'm going to say I'm going to go with Jameis Winston. Uh, Cook probably had lingering concussions uh, from uh, Breeze ball placement the last two seasons. Uh, I don't know what was going on with him, man. But, I mean, it seemed like it seemed like since that 49ers game, it, like it took something from him. Like, I think that game where he was just balling out, he had two catches, two touchdowns, and then all of a sudden, I want to say a woozy. I, I think that's what the guy's name was. But he ended up like giving them a real uh, strong hit. He ended up getting concussed out of the game. And then after that, man, you can just kind of see a little hitch in his game, a little flinching. He wasn't as instinctive as he was. I don't know. He wasn't playing as fearless as he once was. And, you know, these guys are human, man. You take that big shot and all of a sudden, man, your, your lights go out. You can't remember what was going on. I mean, that can get to you psychologically. So that could have been one of those issues. Jamie says, been missing a lot of shows lately. You know, I work the graveyard, TJ, but always got back uh, and rewatched. Been around for a while and happy to see my fellow New Orleans growing. Must respect, TJ. Damien, I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you uh, for always coming through, man. And I understand, man, life, uh, you know, I mean, we all live in life. Uh, we got bills. We got obligations. We got things to take care of. So definitely understand that. Uh, what's the link uh, for the shirts? Uh, I don't have a link for the shirts, Lavelle. I'm actually, I'm actually uh, shipping out these shirts personally because, quite frankly, I just didn't like the way that the other companies that I was using, I didn't like the way that the shirts were being distributed, and I, I damn sure didn't like how long it was taking for the shirts to come. So I, I decided to go ahead and just personally uh, start creating the shirts. My dog on self, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so, uh, you know, so if you want a shirt, uh, once again. Uh, I don't keep on doing this. I'm going to turn this into an infomercial. But you just put dollar sign State of Saints, uh, dollar sign State of Saints, uh, and send your information, your name, uh, your address, your shirt size, and everything that I need to there. Or you can uh, just send the payment and just inbox me and let me know your name and your address and stuff like that. But that's that's how I'm doing it, man, because I just didn't like the way – I just didn't like the way the shirts look. And I don't want to keep, I don't want to give anybody something that I wouldn't wear. TJ, please save me a shirt X large. 
Ernest, we we got some ex Lloyd shirts over here, man. We got some ex Lloyd. If we don't, we'll make some. We making shirts over here. We got the heat press and everything. Yo, TJ, what you think about uh a, a, a Debo a, a Debo starting opposite of Marshawn? You might want to check the connection settings in the Google Home app. Sorry about that. It's my uh, Google Mini. I think it's a good idea. I think the guy's talented. I think that he has a lot of confidence, a lot of swag. Uh, I think that uh, he could have easily been a first-round pick if he didn't sit out this past season. So I like it, man. I think that he's going to be a really good cornerback as long as he stays healthy. Kwame Brown equals number one trash talking NBA. Uh, CJ Garner Johnson, number one trash talking NFL. Kind of hard to argue with that. I don't know what uh, CJ be saying to him, but uh, he be having them boys mad. TJ, we can inbox or Facebook uh, right for the SOTS T-shirt. Yeah, you can. You can inbox me. You can email me. Uh, doesn't matter. You can email me, stateofthesaints state at gmail.com, or you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com, search uh, State of the Saints podcast, and you can uh, inbox me there. TJ, I know this is off topic, but what was the beef between CJ Garner Johnson and Michael Thomas? Was it dog versus dog or something else? Uh, we're just, man, guys at practice, man, you know, like these guys are, are jaw jacking and all that kind of stuff, just like they do against the opposition. And, uh, you know, if, if a guy's getting the best of you or you see a guy out there balling and, you know, and uh, he making plays or he's, he's talking about how guys making plays on you, it can get to you, you know? So he says, uh, don't have cash app. Well, if you, if you don't have cash app, uh, we can we can work something else out. We can we can figure something out. But that that's just that's just what I'm I'm using right now. You know. Uh giving a shout out to Damien. Chris says Cook uh did seem a little off towards the end of the season. I'm telling you, man, he that shot that he took in that 49ers game, he was never the same. Rel says I need a medium. Uh I think I got some medium still available, man. But the medium's going fast, man. Shouts out to uh uh, to the the female listeners of the State of the Saints podcast, man, really, really repping hard and really supporting the State of the Saints podcast, man. So, I uh, got got a few mediums left, man. But you know, I, I'm just shocked. You know, a lot of I won't say I'm shocked, but I'm appreciative that you know you have a lot of uh, female uh, viewers of the shows. You know, what I'm saying who, who watch this and been uh, supporting and you know buying T-shirts. So. A lot of smalls, a lot of mediums going right now, but I think I got a few left. Need that large and with the extra, extra small sleeves. Ah <laughs> oh, man, hey, I'm 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 trying to do, I'm trying to get some uh, other shirts designed, man. I'm about to come up with some different concepts, man. I, I've been asking on Facebook, like, what y'all think about a few of the concepts that I'm about to come out with. But it's not just about to be a logo, man. I'm about to come out with some. I'm about to come out with some uh, some t- different T-shirts, man. You know, probably different catchphrases here on the State of the Saints podcast, different designs, man, stuff that y'all can en- enjoy. Let's read a few more. Uh, that person who blasts Cook should have been banned from the NFL. Yeah, they definitely uh, – that definitely was a cheap shot. Uh, how much are the shirts, TJ? Uh, the shirts are $24.99 uh, for uh, – people that are not supporters and they're $20 for people that are state of the Saints podcast supporters. So you save a little bit of money. If you become a supporter of state of the Saints podcast, a monthly supporter, but they're $24.99. Let's see. Uh, 
Cook also took a shot in the Rams game where Breeze uh, hurt his thumb. Mm. Have any great food lately? Yeah, every time my wife cooked. I mean, she, we had some... <laughs> We had some salmon up in this thing too. Look, Rudy, I don't know if you know this, man. My wife is a really good cook. Okay. We ain't we ain't hurting over here. Anytime my wife puts some grease to some heat, I got some good food. You know, <laughs> had some salmon the other day. But if you're asking about um just about New Orleans food, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. Uh I like the white shirt. Uh I'll be at the Falcons uh Saints game in Atlanta. Okay. I think I might, I think I might be going to that game. I, I gotta see. I might go to that game. Julio Jones would uh, mess up Lamar Jackson's next contract. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he'll make it better if you want to be honest. If we're talking about from a money standpoint, yeah. Talent, it's going to help him. Uh, is it Teron Armstead's last year? I hope not. 25 bucks, that's a steal for his shirt. I appreciate that, man. Um, look, man, I ain't trying to break nobody, but, you know, so at the same time, I just want to keep the resources going. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people don't know this, but you know, State of the Saints podcast is not only a podcast, now it's my job. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so the things that I do, you know, is for the, you know, is, is try to keep the business going. You know, so I'm trying to expand. I'm trying to uh do different things and and and, and make this a more of a, you know what I'm saying, a very better listening environment. Um yeah, we, man, we we all the way in, man. We all in here, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, State of the Saints podcast is you know, is the podcast I'm passionate about, but it's also a job for me now. So, you know, want to be able to uh, take these resources that I get, you know what I'm saying, and help advance the show. It's not about just lining my pockets and stuff like that. You know, I just want to make sure that this this show is the best show possible. Uh, do you take PayPal? Yeah, I take PayPal too. You can, uh, you know, you can do PayPal. PayPal is a state of the saints at gmail.com. Workout uh shirts, TJ for sure. Hey, I'm definitely look. I'm definitely coming out with some workout T-shirts because, like I said, I'm about to uh come out and we're coming out this summer with the Up and Adam campaign. Uh, the Up and Adam campaign. I talked a little bit about because a lot of you may not know, but I'm a type one diabetic, and the one thing that the doctor always tells me to do is to make sure that I'm exercising, I'm eating right. You know, and that's something that I, I, I'm trying to bring to the State of the Saints podcast. And I've I've seen a lot of people, you know, they emailed me and shouts out to all the people with your, your well wishes and everything like that. You know, giving me different advice, giving me different websites and stuff like that, that I can, you know, get different tips. But I want to make sure that we all are in shape. I want to make sure that we're all eating right. So the campaign is going to come out. I'm working on it right now. Um, the things that I want people to do if they want to be a part of it. Uh, but we definitely want to uh, get some things started. Definitely want to come out with a SOTS, like kind of a, a dry fit type T-shirt and stuff like that, that I'm going to, you know, put out there for people to buy, um, you know, saying where you're, where you're working out and stuff like that. So, man, we definitely, you know, we definitely want to do that. We, we we definitely we definitely want to do that because I'm I'm all I'm on this health kick right now, man. Shouts out to my wife, man. She's on this health kick, man. My wife be having a, the house rocking, man. She she be on the you know, on a YouTube video, and I can't think of this guy's name, but he's like this hip hop dancer. He's doing he he can join like hip hop dancing into like exercising, man. She be up in that thing getting it, you know what I'm saying? Like so, man. She didn't she didn't lost a good a, a good amount of weight and stuff like that. She's in the best shape of her life. I'm, proud as hell of her man i mean because she motivates me man i'm talking about work a 12-hour shift 
then comes home, man, and gets on that treadmill and works out for about an hour and a half, man. I mean, she 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 definitely getting a, a Michael Thomas flex on right now, you know. So definitely want to incorporate uh, some some working out and some better eating habits and and this up and Adam campaign. Uh, I will hope that a lot of people take a part in it and we can go on this journey together. Not only just talk about the Saints, you know, but I mean, in the process of us talking about the Saints, we became a family, man. You know, family do a lot of things together. So hopefully we can get some fam family members to be a part of this up and Adam campaign. Uh, I'm with it, TJ. That's uh, what I do. Work out. Yeah, I'll definitely do that, man. I, Man, I've been hard on a, uh, on a bench pressing lately. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been trying to build up muscle and stuff like that. Uh, been on a treadmill a little bit. Uh, my wife, uh, she basically just then took all the, you know, all the <laughs> potato chips out of crib and everything like that, man. Like we, like we've been, you know, been eating pretty good, uh, over here, man, you know, trying to eat right. And, uh, she been doing the meal prep thing. Man, I'm proud of my wife. Like I'm just being 100. I'm proud of my wife. Like she, she has really been busting her ass, uh, you know what I'm saying? Working out. And the fact that, like I said, she works these 12 hour shifts, man, come home and work out like it's amazing. And um, that, that's motivation and definitely a motivation. You know, me being a diabetic is for me to be around for my with my family for a long period of time. Uh, TJ, I need a college state of the Saints podcast uh, shirt for the golf course. I'll sport it on the, uh, the Cowboy Club here in DFW. Man, we de I'm, I'm definitely want to come up with some different concepts and feel free, man. Like, I know a lot of people they like those, you know, they like the golf shirts, like Neil. Um, you got you got people out here like Damien who goes to the gym frequently. You know, every, you know, he, he talks about how he he listens to the show on the treadmill. So I, I want to come up with these different concepts of these SOTS t-shirts, man. To not not only you know what I'm saying for you to give you something that you can wear, but something that you can you know enjoy wearing, be comfortable with wearing you know so that's important to me uh julio john or oh, already read that one i'm trying to see if i read anything i think i pretty much summed everything up but once again the up and adam campaign coming next week folks so i have some more information on that how you can be a part of it what, what you would have to do uh the shirts are available right now uh final thoughts on julio jones um uh, don't think that he should be with the new orleans saints saints got bigger fish to fry I wish Julio Jones the best. Uh, I wish that he, you know, I wish he finds a team that that can really go out there and win and perform and utilize his strengths and he can get opportunity to possibly play in a big game again. I ain't got no problem with Julio Jones. I can't say that I, I ever disliked Julio Jones. I mean, the only thing is, is the fact that he played against a team that we don't, I mean, we, he played on a team we don't like. Besides that, you know, I think he was an extremely gifted, talented player ever since I watched him uh, coming out of high school, going to the University of Alabama. And uh, he's been really, really good. And I think a team is going to have themselves a really talented wide receiver. And uh, hopefully his talents will be utilized. Uh, so no doubt about that. Uh, I didn't know you were a diabetic. Yeah, man. Uh, di diagnosed with uh, diabetes in October 2019. You know. You know, 2019, I was in the hospital for about a week. I was in a real bad state, man. Like, so definitely don't want to be back in the hospital. Definitely want to be able to talk to you all from years to come. Uh, talking about Saints football and doing some of the things I enjoy. I want to be able to, you know, some of y'all had a fort. Y'all having a, you know, the fortunate, 
you know, just as fortunate as me, I should say, to uh, watch uh, Paxton grow, man. Some of y'all have been seeing Paxton on his show since he was, you know, he couldn't say nothing at all. I was just up there holding him. Some of y'all, you know, and now y'all see him growing and talking and stuff like that, man. I want to be able to, you know, run with my son and be around here for a long period of time, man. So if that means that I need to cut out some of the things uh, in my life uh, that, you know, don't mean me any good, you know, that so I can hug my wife and, you know, be there for my son, whatever decisions that he make as a man, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search the State of the Saints podcast, facebook.com, search the State of the Saints podcast. Previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Make sure you send your information if you want to purchase a T-shirt. Make sure that you subscribe if you have not already. Go ahead and hit that like button on your way out. I would really appreciate that. Thank you all so much. And like always, all I got to say is, who that?